Well, good day to you and praise the Lord. This is our Romans Bible study. This is our last session that we are uh, studying the book of Romans. It's been two years and nine months that we've been studying the book of Romans every Monday and Thursday morning. I say every, just about every Monday morning. We didn't miss very many, but it's been a, a marvelous study. We could start all over again and have uh, even more light from the Lord shining through this great book that we've studied for two years and nine months. And uh, we're just so thankful for what the Lord has shown us, each and every one of us, what the Lord has given us in, in this period of study. And you can go back and listen to all these sessions on the Curtis Hutchinson 316 YouTube channel. They're on the website, thecrosswaychurch.com, under Pastor Curtis's teaching. And uh, we, we, we are also recording everything that I teach and minister now, preach, whatever, uh, on the Spreaker app in its audio form. And you can listen to those even as we speak now. It's recording and if you follow me there, then you can even get alerts and listen live on that app. So uh, I'm just excited about this last session because it's something the Lord is showing me. Uh, even came out in the message last night. And we're going to cover that in these last few verses this morning of Romans chapter 16. What a wonderful Bible study it's been. And I pray that the Father would impart to us great light this morning, for it comes from His Word. When we hear God's Word, the light <coughs> gets brighter. He says in Proverbs 4.18, the path of the just, that means the path of those who've been justified by the blood, the path of the just, the path of the righteous, shines more until that perfect day. If you're on the right path, my friend, and you are if your faith is in the cross of Jesus Christ and nothing else, that path is getting brighter for you. The world is going to get darker than it's ever been. But the path of the just is going to shine brighter than it ever has. Hallelujah. The best days are ahead for us as believers. Glory to God. I'm excited about that. So let's dig in this morning. Romans chapter 16. This is part 10 of this 16th chapter. The very last session we'll do in our Romans Bible study. Praise God for every bit of it. And all of you who followed along with us these great last couple of years and and uh, we just praise God for those of you who have heard and received and learned and even went further as to sow into this ministry, to, to be a blessing to where you were being blessed from. I believe this is one. This is one of the few ministries on the earth today. There are some, but this is just one of a very few who the Lord is using to teach the Word of God in the light of of Jesus and what he did at Calvary. It's the only place from which the light shines. It's the only avenue from which life comes is Jesus Christ and him crucified. And through that avenue, as you behold the blood, 
that concerns all the words of God's covenant, you will grow. Hearing and receiving will be like never, ever before in your life. And I praise God to be one of those few ministries in the earth today who is being shown by the Lord the very light and truth of the scriptures in the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, sir, I mean every jot and every tittle pertains to Christ and what he accomplished at Calvary. There's nothing written that is not not touching that. It's all touching that. Not indirectly, it's all touching that. Hallelujah. And I'm glad to know that and to be able to have that inflowing illumination, that light from the Holy Spirit as he guides us into all truth. This morning we will begin here in verse, let's just read verse 25. You know I like to back up and scratch my feet and take off running. Verse 25 here in the 16th chapter of Romans says, Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel, Paul writes, and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. Now, you could teach three months on that one verse. It's such a powerful verse. But where God establishes his people is according to the gospel of Paul. And the reason it has to be that way is because God establishes his people in righteousness. If you're taking notes, write it down. It'll do you better if you write it down and go look at it when we're done to see it again. The Lord will impart even more to you. But he establishes us, Paul says according to the gospel he preached. That's the focus of the cross for justification and for sanctification. And it has to be so because Paul in this same letter in the first chapter says that the righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel to those who go from faith to faith. And it has to be so because the the prophet Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah 54, 14 and says that God will establish us in his righteousness. Well, his righteousness is only revealed in the gospel. And the gospel is the good news of what God did in Christ Jesus, his son, at Calvary. That's not just the getting in place, folks. That's the establishing. That's the established place where you begin and it's the only place where God can continue to establish you. If your faith remains in the cross of Jesus Christ, God then can continue that work he began when you believed it first and he can establish you in his righteousness by the gospel with grace. Revelation 13 9. It's by the gospel with grace in righteousness. Write them down. Here we talk about by the gospel Paul preached. Revelation 13, 9, with grace. That's what God does. Amen. And, and Isaiah 54, 14, he establishes us in righteousness. In righteousness, with grace, by the gospel. Cannot separate those things. Cannot separate those things. If you if you find God's grace anywhere functioning, 
That means he's functioning. What you have found, my friend, is the gospel and the result of someone believing in the gospel because the righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel from faith to faith. Not just faith in the beginning, but from faith, the walk of faith, from faith to faith. And we've taught that in this series. You'd be well advised to go back and listen again. But we're moving on this morning. Got something Got something in my heart stirring. Oh, it's good. Woke up thinking about it. Went to bed thinking about it. Verse 26. But now is made manifest and by the scriptures of the prophets according to the commandment of the everlasting God made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. Now I want you to think about that. Wherever there is faith, it's because there's obedience. But the obedience is not just men doing something the Bible says to do or not doing something the Bible says not to do. Obedience in the eyes of our faithful Lord is when our faith is in Jesus Christ and, the, and, and his obedience to the command he was given. Now let's talk about this for a minute. I'm going to make a statement, then we'll cover it in the scriptures. God deals with men at the command level. He is called the captain of our salvation. I was a Marine in the United States Marine Corps, and captains don't give options, they give commands. It's the same with God, it's the same with our Lord Jesus Christ, who told us those that love me are going to be doing what I've commanded them. And he goes a step further and says, if they're not doing what I've commanded them, they don't love me. They may say they love me. They may know they need to love me. They may want to love me, but the manifestation of God's love, Jesus said the manifestation of those that love me is their walk in obedience to what I've commanded them. We see that at Calvary, and we're going to see that. God deals with men by commandments. And know this, my friends, the message of the cross, the gospel is something God, He offered to all humanity, but it's more than just an offer. It is a command from God. It is a command from heaven to believe upon His Son who gave His life at Calvary. It's more than just an option in God's eyes. We've turned it into something I will if I want to. It's not an option in the mind of God. It is a command. God deals with men through commands. The first words he ever spoke to Adam, the first Adam in the garden, it says this. Let's go back and look at Genesis 2.16. You see it with your own eyes this morning. And the Lord God commanded the man. Didn't sit down and have coffee with him. The Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat of it, for in the day that you eat thereof you shall surely die. Now I want you to hear that. 
The first words God spoke to man was a commandment. The, the opportunity, the realization that you are free, Adam. You are free. But let me, let me remind you, if you've forgotten or you've never heard this, every promise of God comes with a warning. John 3.16 has a warning of perishing. Every promise of God comes with a warning, which proves their commandments. The message of the cross, let me say it again, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is a command. We'll get it. That's why the apostle Paul wrote in Romans chapter 6, verse 17, 18, you have obeyed with the heart. And we read that and we're like, well, we, we believed with the heart. Why did he write the word obeyed? Because it's a commandment. We'll see it. We're going to run through some scriptures here. This, this is the first one here where he says, But now is made manifest, and by the scriptures of the prophets, and Jesus said they're all about him. Jesus said the scriptures are about him in several different places. We see that. According to the commandment, of the everlasting God, made known to all nations for the obedience of faith, to God only wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever. So let's look at some scriptures this morning that help us to understand more clearly that God gives commands and we either obey or we don't. The message of the cross, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is a command from God. Watch this now. 2 Peter... 2 and 21. Let's run through there the scriptures this morning in our last session of this Romans Bible study. Watch this now in 2 Peter chapter 2, 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 21. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. The gospel is God's holy commandment. Those that believe it, he calls obedient. Not when we go and do something. You got men all over the world today in pulpits all over the world telling people, you got to do this, you got to do that. You got all kind of cults and religions out there thinking they got to work their way into heaven. No, the holy commandment is to Obey the gospel. And we do that by simply trusting in the one who through his obedience we're made righteous. Romans chapter 5 says it more than once or twice. Through the obedience of one. Get this now. Through the obedience of Christ. And remember Philippians 2.8. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death. The first Adam commanded not, commanded not to eat off the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Jesus tells us he was given a commandment of his father in John 10, 18 to come and taste death for all humanity, for the sins of all humanity. He says, no man take my life from me, but I have the power to lay it down and the power to take it up again because I have this commandment of the father. Jesus came and obeyed the Father. He's the last Adam. The last Adam. The last representative of all humanity. And that last Adam was told to go and partake of a tree. 
The first Adam was told not to partake of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He did. He disobeyed God. He became disobedient. The last Adam was sent to taste of the tree, that tree being the cross on which he would die. He would lay his life down in humility and obedience and he tasted death, Hebrews 2 and 9, by the grace of God for all men so that you and I could trust in his work there, the command he was obeying and his obedience to that command of the Father becomes our obedience to the faith. Look at that. Our obedience. Now let's read this again. It's important. Write these things down. You'll need to look at them later and let the Holy Spirit turn them into concrete in your heart so you can share these with your family, your co-workers, whoever you get an opportunity to share with. But Peter writes again, 2 Peter 2 and 21, For it had been better for them not to have known, to ever know, the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. To turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Here we see the holy commandment in relationship with, in equality with the way of righteousness, which is the way of the cross, what Christ there did. For there is no other way of righteousness outside of the one who said he is the way and the one who did the righteous work at Calvary by being hum humble and obedient unto death, which was the command he was given, and our faith in him our trust in Him, our believing that He atoned for all of our sin, that, my friend, not us going and working for salvation, our trusting in His obedience unto death, by the obedience of that one, we have been made the righteousness of God in Him through our trusting in Him. That's good stuff. That's very good stuff. So, uh, it, it, Oh, the message of the, when we preach the message of the cross, when, when we preach the gospel, this is why it's so silly to listen to messengers say that every message does not have to uh, be tied to the literal gospel. If it's not, my friend, the people aren't hearing the commandment. And, and let me say this again. God establishes his people in righteousness. You get that. Isaiah 54, 14. We're, he, God establishes His people in righteousness. Righteousness is a command. It is a command. It's right here. It's God says it's better that you never knew the way of righteousness, the way of the cross, than to have known it and to turn away from the holy commandment delivered unto you. Don't turn away from the cross, my friend. You better burn those books about the purpose-driven, the government of 12. That's not about the cross. That, they're not even being used to point you to the cross, which is the work of Christ. They're being used to point you to works you need to carry out. And there are works that we carry out, but we don't really bring them about. They're the works that are in Christ, works that 
the Holy Spirit does in and through us. Let me say this today. You, you, you probably need to write this down and think about it and let the Lord minister this to you. If faith is real, if faith is biblical, if, if it's legitimate biblical faith, that means it's an act of the Holy Spirit in you and through you carrying out the will of God according to the Word of God. Oh my goodness. If you didn't get all that written down or you decided you wouldn't and you wished you would have, here it comes again. If it is true, legitimate, biblical faith, it is an act of the Holy Spirit in you and through you because of your trust in the sacrifice of Christ to carry out the will of the Lord according to the word of the Lord. If it is biblical, legitimate faith, it is an act of the Holy Spirit in you and through you because you're trusting in the sacrifice of Christ, that commandment, that holy commandment, and He's carrying out the will of God through you according to the Word of God because faith comes by hearing. But hearing must always be through the gospel because there is the only place God's righteousness is revealed and all of God's words are in righteousness. Write it down, Proverbs 8 and 8. All of God's words, all of my words, God says, are in righteousness. They have to be. If God establishes us in righteousness, by the gospel, the only place righteousness is revealed, and we live by every word of God, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, then all his words must be in righteousness, and all his words are only revealed in the gospel. As we go from faith in the word of God, as it relates to the person and the work of Christ, at Calvary, for that is the commandment God's looking for us to obey. That holy commandment, the way of righteousness is the holy commandment. Christian, are you still today obeying the holy commandment? Have you turned to the fads of men? Have you turned to works for deliverance, works for this? Preachers will try to tell you that your works sanctify you. No. The Bible scholars of old, the ones who had justification down to a T, and you can learn leaps and bounds by reading and studying what they write about justification, but where did they ever, where did they ever write about sanctification being by faith in the cross alone? See, Jesus became our redemption, our righteousness, our wisdom, and our sanctification. He was made those four things unto us, 1 Corinthians 1.30, and you need to understand that. You and I, child of God, are not walking in obedience before God because we're doing some things the Bible says do or we're refraining from some, some things the Bible says not to do if our faith is not anchored in the cross of Jesus Christ. 
That means we're identifying again today that he died for me. I died with him. I was buried with him. And when he was raised on the third day, I was raised to newness of life in him. I was, let me say it again. Your faith in the cross is going to manifest as the power of the Holy Spirit in your life to conform you into the image of Christ. Your faith in the cry and the cross of Christ is not something uh, that's just not yeah 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 I believe that I, yeah I believe no it's a it's a legitimate awareness a consciousness that I'm trusting in the very death of Jesus because any life God offers me comes out of my faith in that death that's why Jesus taught a daily cross because our problem is a daily Self. He said, if any man come after me, he must first deny himself. How is self denied? Not by burning all the Milky Way bars and Snicker bars and uh, doing all. No, self is denied by looking at where self was put away. At the cross is where he put us away. At the cross is where self was crucified with him. Self was put away. Oh, can there be any other way? Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will. And God's will is for all men, women, boys, and girls to hear the gospel, believe, obey the gospel. For when we are trusting in the very obedience of Christ at Calvary, then and only then will God see us as being and walking in what he calls obedience of the faith. Let's go back to Romans 16 as we prepare to close this out. But now is made manifest, and by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment, of the everlasting God made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. Let's look back real quick while we still have a minute or two at Romans chapter 1 verse 5. The Bible says, and how about verse 4? Jesus was declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead by whom we have received grace... And Paul says, and apostleship, our giftings, for obedience of the faith among all nations. You and I have received grace for obedience. The Bible here says it again at the end of Romans chapter 16. This commandment of the everlasting God has been made known. This secret, this mystery, talking about Christ and Him crucified, the way of righteousness has been made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. The obedience of His faith. His obedience, His faith, His grace. You know, we're not told to grow in our grace. We're told to grow in the, in the knowledge and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. If He's not a part of the knowledge that you're hearing that's why Paul told Timothy in the last days the people of God will ever be learning but not able to come to the truth, the knowledge of the truth. 
If we leave Christ out, if we leave the cross out, if we leave God's redemption plan out, we're leaving the commandment of God out. And we're just preaching the commandments in our do's and don'ts of men. But when we preach the cross, we're preaching the commandment of God. And when that's obeyed, then men in God's eyes are made obedient, become obedient, and then can serve God by serving obedience unto God. Righteousness. Read Romans 16 all over again. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Read Romans 6 all over again. There's only two avenues for the human race to go, and that is uh, for we can believe uh, or we can serve, uh, uh, what is it, uh, sin, the sin nature unto death when our faith is not in the cross. We're serving the sin nature unto death. That means separation. Or we can serve obedience under righteousness. We serve Christ with our faith and our hearts trusting in His obedience. Come on now. See, Jesus carried out the command from the Father as the last Adam. The disobedience of the first Adam made us all disobedient. The obedience of the last Adam his in humility and obedience laying his life down was him carrying out an act of obedience. And our trusting in that work is what makes us obedient to God. And while our faith remains there and we don't turn away from that way of righteousness, we don't turn away of that way of the cross, God can continue to establish you and me in these last days, Jesus is about to come for His church and many, many are going to be shocked and amazed because many have turned away from the holy commandment. Remember, it's better that you never knew it. If Peter writes it's better that you never knew it than to have knew it and turned away from it, that means the place of judgment is going to be worse for those who knew it, walked in it, but turned away from it than those who never even heard it. I want you to think about that. The message of the cross has always been God's message. And there are preachers running around today who've tapped into it a little bit, but it's not a friend maker. It's not a money maker. This message will put you in a place where most are not willing to go with you. God's not concerned about that. He's only concerned about, will you turn away from this way, the narrowness of this way? Will you become determined to know nothing other than Christ and Him crucified just because others will not? Will you stay the course when your spouse will not? Will you stay the course when you're the laughing stock of the job the school, the community. Will you continue in the way of God's righteousness? And preacher, will you keep preaching it? Will you realize there is nothing else coming from God but His commandment? And it's not the do's and the don'ts first. It's faith in Christ and His obedience. Then, then, and only then, are we seen by God as obedient. I can't just go do an obedient act. If my faith is not in the cross, 
It makes no difference what I... If I'm trusting in these fads that are in the church today, I don't care what I'm doing that appears to be biblically right. It's only a form without that faith in Christ's obedience at Calvary. Let me say that again. I don't care what I'm doing that looks biblical that I can justify with the scripture if my faith is not in Christ and Him crucified. If I'm trusting in these programs and these, these men's fads, if my faith is not in the very work of obedience at the cross through Christ, then whatever I'm doing is not going to be rewarded. Obedience is what I became. Obedience is what I became. I became obedient to the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul says in Galatians 2.20, that's the faith we live by. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's been a great teaching. One last thing before we go. Last verse. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you some homework here in the last session. To God only wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Homework for you, my friends, as we close this wonderful Romans Bible study out is this. Do a phrase search on through Jesus Christ. Do a, a phrase search on the words through Jesus Christ and you will see a greater light than you've ever seen of Calvary's cross, the cross of Jesus Christ. Paul's the one who received the revelation of the cross and he's giving it to us today and I thank God for what he's been able to do in this Romans Bible study. Keep praying for us. We will continue our Mondays and Thursdays Bible studies at 8.30 a.m. Central Time and I want you to just be praying for us. I'm not going to tell you what we're going to start dig into this next Monday morning. You'll just have to tune in to find out but pray for us. Sow into the ministry. Please help us get this gospel out. Listen, it's not about money. It's about the gospel being published. Hit the share button. Share these teachings with your friends. Don't, don't be ashamed of the gospel. I know how easy it is for a Christian who's not growing to be ashamed of the gospel. Share these teaching sessions and sow into good ground where the Lord is teaching you. He's teaching you. He's blessing you. He's bringing you along. Hallelujah. You can do that at thecrosswaychurch.com or you can type the word give <coughs> to the number 903-231-5950. God bless you. We love you. And we'll see you next time right here in my office. Until then, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. See you then.